previously. Surprise! It's me! From last night, once the door closes, Tobias turns to Jake and goes, Okay, so, last night, we made that, we met that, you know, thing, and then we touched the box, and then... <laughs> and then we witnessed a murder, and then you maybe murdered someone. <laughs> I'm not fully clear on that. I have concerns, but we'll address them later. Um, I went home, and a thing happened. And okay, just watch. Fur grows <laughs> from your skin. Claws. You said extend. we looked like this movie that's gonna come out twenty years later. <laughs> <laughs> what in the shit just happened? You know, I'm not sure you're ready for this. I don't know how to tell you this, buddy. <laughs> but Cassie's a horse. <sighs> What? I mean, That's awesome! I want to see. Did you say Cassie's a horse? Tobias can be a cat. Marco brandishes the newspaper in his hand. There is a picture of the construction site above the fold. Police are offering a reward for information on the teenager. The officer puts a hand on Jake's shoulder and just guides him to the side and struts in to talk to Rachel. We're just uh, making some inquiries, uh, little lady. We're looking for some kids who are shooting off some fireworks on the construction site across from the mall last night. We want these kids. We want them real bad. The cop sizes up Jake and after a moment says, uh, uh, hey, you know what? You look familiar. You look like a young man I know named Tom. Tom, Tom's my brother. Well, he's a good kid. I know him from the sharing. I'm one of the adult supervisors. Great group, the sharing. You should come to a meeting. How did you turn into a horse? Because uh, I'm going to want to do that with some scary animals. You're okay with us going to your mom's place of employment and then sneaking into the exhibits to acquire animals? That's cool. Welcome back to Minds at York Plays Alternomorphs. Uh, my name is Alex. I'm Megan. I'm Tim. I'm MJ. And I'm John. And before we get back into it, a little bit of housekeeping. I realized a couple of things while editing. One, MJ. You successfully rolled to learn about Visser 3. And then we went on a tangent, and I never gave you any information about <laughs> Visser 3. It's okay. So I owe you a check on that. Next time Tobias needs to know something, I owe you a success. Okay. Um, and there were also a couple of spots. I think the most egregious was my ignoring John repeatedly trying to attend to Elfanger, where I guess I just didn't hear because our internet connection was a little wonky. <laughs> so if I am ignoring you, feel free to wave at me. Got so, I uh, wasn't ignoring you now. I was testing it. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, some mea culpas there. Mea culpas there, not mea culpas. <laughs> I am not, in fact, Bowser from Mario. <sighs> or Lemmy or uh, Morton or any of the other Bowsers from Mario. Okay. Does anyone remember where we were? Um, we 
we're going to the gardens to acquire battle morphs. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I don't think we'd gotten there yet, but we were we were gonna head there next. We were there because we were talking about the variety of lizards. That's right. We were talking about salamanders because Tim yes. didn't know yeah. that salamanders were both a mythological flaming lizard and then also a real lizard. Yes. This is correct. So as we rejoin our heroes, Jake, Cassie, Marco, Tobias, and Rachel, uh, what are you guys going to do to find morphs? This is, this is my giving you a chance to plan this, which has not happened yet. I would like to get a morph that has firepower of some sort, either something heavy or something that so that can do a lot of damage or something that is going to have claws and teeth that can do damage didn't cassie say she could get us like sort of in the back door yes we are we are in the gardens back door oh we're already back there yeah so okay what i figured was we would check around sort of like the veterinary offices in the back where people like we're like we you know help animals who are like sick or injured or stuff and see if we have anything back there that you know we can sort of just you know poke with our fingers uh otherwise we're gonna have to try and find some way to still be here after it closes uh in which case you know i'm open to ideas about that but you know what's what's already back here kind and benevolent gm I have no problems also, you know, hiding in the bathroom stall and waiting till it closes. I, I agree that the veterinary place should be our, our first stop and we'll see what's there and we'll go from there. All right. So, uh, you all are making your way to the veterinary offices in the backstage area of the gardens. And, uh,. Cassie, why don't you give me a roll? See how smoothly you're able to sneak folks backstage. Okay, I figure there's not a super huge amount of sneaking I need to do, because most of the employees here should know me, right? You're not right. Um, but, you know, there are the employees who are used to seeing you, and there are the employees who res- who are responsible for... Keeping even other employees, preteens, out of the veterinary labs? Sure. The narcs, um, you mean. Yeah. Okay, so what do I... How many dice do I roll to avoid narcs? I'm, <laughs> give, give me a three-die narc check. Okay, and is this going to be kid? Yes. Okay, so I'm rolling under five. Fingers crossed. Uh, it is a complete success. Three, four, and six. Okay. So with a complete success, you do bump into a couple of lab techs who don't really care that you're there because they trust you. They maybe give a little side eye to your entourage, but they're not going to give you grief. Um, Yeah, Marco is a bit of a shifty character. You have been seen, though. Okay. 
Um, let's say they are heading out of the lab as you all are heading in. Is there anyone in the lab now that we are in it? No. Uh, the one researcher, veterinary tech, who was working in the lab has stepped out, we'll say, to take an early lunch break. And uh, you are left alone with a few sort of holding cages for animals who are receiving treatment. You're not going to find anything particularly large back here. Uh, and I'm willing to give you some flexibility maybe in what you all might want to find, let's say. But in general, let's think along the lines of maybe some, probably nothing much larger than a mid-sized monkey. Uh, maybe some birds, that kind of thing. The The temperature control for the room is not really going to be too reptile-friendly, although I'd, I'd hear it if there were maybe a couple of cages with some reptiles if, if someone wanted that with heat lamps in them. Um, nothing big and dangerous back here. Sorry, Rachel. It's fine. So you guys tell me, what are you hoping to find in the uh, exotic but not particularly it doesn't have to be exotic potentially exotic but not particularly big animal department you said birds there can be birds we can have some birds back here are there any owls uh there are owls you could also find owls in cassie's barn but sure. uh yeah. there can be owls here if you want a more a, a less regionally specific owl that would be nice I want the fastest, meanest bird available. The fastest, meanest bird available. You know, I could, I could accept that there's, say, a peregrine falcon in here. Okay, all right. <laughs> I acquire it. I also acquire a monkey for I don't know why. What kind of monkey? Uh, what, what, uh, rhesus monkey? All right. Okay. Is anyone else going to look for a mid-size efficiency morph? <laughs> um, are there any foxes back here? That's a good call. I'm going to say there no. There might be portions for foxes. I'm going to say no foxes in here, but that's something you would you would with some regularity find in your barn. Right. Okay. I will. I will keep note of that for later. Yeah. Now, when you say mid-sized monkey, are we talking about like capuchin or like chimpanzee? Uh, a chimpanzee is an ape, my friend. There are no great apes back here. All right. Well, fair. That's. I mean, listen. I did not get my master's degree in you know Pedantic. biology. Uh, you could find a capuchin if you wanted. No, I was I was more wondering if there were uh if we're being technical uh you know apes. No, no apes uh back here. One might have to meander into the primate house for that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um but again, basically if you tell me there's something you want back here and it's not too big, I'll I'll allow it. 
No, I got my bird morph. I've got a blue jay and I've got an owl. Tobias, you looking for anything in the uh, vet lab? So, thinking about Tobias, I feel like he's the kind of person who, one, you know, you know. Does that make sense? Like, he forms that bond with the red tail hawk yeah. really quickly. He's and ride like, or die. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he has to form a connection in order to be like, no, I want to acquire this morph. I can buy that. So I feel like he wouldn't be looking for anything in particular, but he'd be looking for something that might draw him in. Cool. All right. So are we still looking for battle morphs at this point? We yes. Yeah. I just have a horse and an osprey, and I feel like I should get something with claws. Yeah, I've got an owl, which will be great at night and distance traveling, but, like, not for battle. All right. What are our battle wish lists? I, personally, would prefer either something of the maimed cats or in the bear family or in the elephant family. The lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. But instead of tigers, elephants. Well, we can head on over to one of those habitats. Yeah, I think if, as I sit here and think about it, the tiger would be the one that I would pick. Gasp shock. Yeah, and not, not like because of the book. Like, if you just told me pick an animal that's gonna, you know, to, to do battle with, I think it would be the tiger. All right, so are you all traveling in a group, or are you going to split up your various shopping lists? I think it's a good idea to split up. All right. So we've got one group heading toward Tigers. Or Jake specifically is heading toward Tiger. Rachel, are you also going to Tiger? Is the Tiger area near the Lion area? Uh, sure, we can say they're kind of in the same direction. Then I am headed that way as well. All right. Cassie, are you, where are you heading now? So is the garden set up by, these are the regions that we would find these animals in? Or, like, as you mentioned, there's a primate house. Then would there be, like, a big cat house and, like, a reptile house and stuff like that? I think we would say, like, a primate house and a reptile house, those tend to be pretty standard zoo features. Mm-hmm. I don't think you usually see a big cat house so much because of territoriality. That's fair. Uh, because I would like to try and find a uh, panther. Nice. Um, yes, Ooh. and also a rhino. If I can oh, get, I was just thinking about rhinos. If I can get both of those, that would be sweet, because then I'd have speed and agility, and also uh, fuck you upitude. Blindness, fuck you upitude. All right. Which one of those do you want to go for? I 
Uh, I think it would be hilarious if we were all a gang of big cats. Yeah, I feel like Cassie. <laughs> I feel like Cassie would prioritize um, speed and agility uh, over you know just charging in a straight line. In mm. when we're going into you know uh, we don't know exactly what we're gonna find situation. What's the animal companion in Assassin's Creed Odyssey that fucks you up the most? Oh, is that the lynx? Yeah, that is the lynx. Then the I lynx know. is the one that I fucks you the up lynx. the most. Yeah. The lynx fucks up my shit every yeah. time. <laughs> All right. Well, let's say then that lions and tigers are one way and lynx and panther are uh, split at a fork in the road. Uh, the road diverges. And before you lie two paths... Uh, the lion and tiger one is clearly the one more taken. <laughs> so Cassie and Tobias are headed one way and Jake and Rachel headed another? Yeah, so we will take the road less traveled and that made all the difference. Marco is going to follow uh, Rachel and Jake. Typical. So... Let's go with Cassie and Tobias first. Cassie knows her way around, knows how to get to these various habitats, um, and knows that there is. Actually, make make me another kid roll here. Let's see. Let's see how much time you spend playing with large cats. Okay, um, three or. Yeah, we're still on plan. I'm going to give you three. Okay. Um, one, four, five. Does five count as a success? Uh, if you want it to. Five? If you do. If you want to add to our Elemis bullshit meter. Um. It is currently at zero. Do it. When does it get too high? Like, what is the cap on the meter? We don't so, know. He won't tell well, us. <laughs> the honest answer is, right now in the rules, which you do all have access to, the magic number is seven. And any time after it hits seven, I can inflict some Elemist bullshit. Now, are these the same uh. rules that also say that we can morph for two or three hours? <laughs> no, those... Look, you are, you, are, you are making fun of the dying words of <laughs> a noble, beautiful uh, uh, alien figure. Is that who so? Sacrificed himself to give you a fighting chance. It's fine. That's yeah. fine. No, the those rules specifically say two hours, which is correct. <laughs> um, the very honest answer is this is one of a couple of things that I think will probably get rebalanced a little as we go. Seven felt like a good starting point, so that's where we're at. Um and once it gets past that, I can sit on it if I need to. You sit on. Um, I feel like this is because I don't. I don't want to get caught in here, like touching a big cat. So I'm going to take that Elemis bullshit point. Um, because I I super don't want to get my mom and me in trouble by having my like whole body in a panther cage. <laughs> so uh, remind me what what your roles were. I know you had the five. Was it a two, five, and six? Uh, it was a one, four, and five. One, four, and five. Okay, so this is a this is a critical success now. Yeah. Wait, so, wait, hold on one second before. So, when we're rolling under our number, not our number or under, right? Correct. You are rolling okay. under. Okay. All right. Yep. yep. 
Um, if it is on your number, you have to make the choice that you just made. Right. Okay. Yep. So Cassie is aware that the big cat enclosures are really only a partial view to zoo attendees, to gardens attendees. Right. Um, Cassie has, on occasion, helped her mother check up on the big cats and knows that if you head into... uh, sort of, If you head through the door into those enclosures, you'll actually find yourself in a sort of antechamber that is outside of the line of sight of park visitors but does give you access to the animals. Okay, I am I am with Tobias, right? Yes. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to put like the fingers to the lip like shh, and then motion Tobias to follow me and then we're going to go to that area that you just described so beautifully with your words. Excellent. You do that. Got it. Um Tobias. Yes. Why don't you give me a quick bandit check and see how well you two sneak? Okay. Rolling under five. Don't fail me. Nice. Yes. Critical success. One, four, and four. Excellent. You make it. The two of you make it to the the hub that uh, sits between these two animal enclosures. And uh, on either side, you see a door, one labeled Lynx, one labeled Panther. Is there a window in the door? Can I see in without opening it? Yes. That is a reasonable safety precaution. Okay. (laughs) Um, How many Panthers do I see? Actually, I should know how many, like, I should have a reasonable amount of knowledge on what's in these exhibits so do i know like i don't want to book one there are two tigers scenario here yeah well you don't have like a thorough accounting of the inhabitants of every environment in the gardens i feel like that would be a little buck wild but you know there are you know three four panthers around um actually no you know there are only a couple panthers like a lot of space there are yeah. a couple of panthers. They're not going to get lonely, but they've got plenty of room to not maul each other when they get pissed off. Uh, you see one of them in the sort of shaded off, out of view uh, area of the habitat. Is there any panther food nearby? You mean warm meat? Yes, warm meat that is specifically not me or Tobias. <laughs> um, you know there is some storage inside of the panther antechamber, but you don't have a line of sight in it. It's closed storage so that the smell of warm meat does not keep the panthers riled. Right, but I, I know where it is and I can like find and open it. Yes. Okay, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to grab some, just a slab of warm meat. Cool. It's it's actually a whole trout. You find a whole trout. Sweet. <laughs> Panthers fish, answer. right? That's why they've got those big paws. Yeah. Yeah. I don't actually know what feeding standards are at zoos. I tell you, we're really gonna test the limits of my animal mo- animal knowledge in this. If you are a zoologist or any kind of biologist, and you are an expert in these animals, and I get something wrong, I'm sorry. Do you think? Panthers would get snooty if you gave them cold meat. 
Uh, you know, they wouldn't care. I don't think send it back. I don't think they'll turn down a nice ceviche. (laughs) Man, I wouldn't turn down a nice ceviche either. But unfortunately, you don't see any limes to uh, acidically cook that trout. So you're. Oh, see, that's yeah, Yeah. that's important. (laughs) Um, okay. So what I want to do is I want to motion for Tobias to like stand back. Because there's no point in both of us going into the panther enclosure. And I am going to um, uh, open the door a little bit. Like, stick my arm in and wave the meat just a bit to try and, like, get its attention. Did you say the panther pleasure room? No. Did I? No, No. I don't think I did. I have no idea what I misheard then. You misheard Panther Enclosure, I believe. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, I mean, well, forever now. (laughs) The Panther Pleasure Room. It is now the Panther Pleasure Room. This is is the uh, brothel that Cassie and Tobias are starting. I'm going to take up wood burning just so I can make a Panther Pleasure Room sign and hang it in front of my house. And I don't know how better to do that than through a wood-burning kit. Tim, you should just be relieved that they were not looking for cougars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm not going to let you wave fish at a cat without making a check here. So make yep. another wolf. Uh, this is really not kid behavior. I think this is a bandit check. Yeah, okay. But you are still on plan, so you can have three dice. Okay. Oh, Jesus. I don't have great bandit. Um, I got a... Nope, yeah, it's a, it's a one. It's, I just got a one. It is a partial success. That's how many fingers you get to keep? Uh, <laughs> the other two are fours, so I can't even salvage one of them. All right. So, uh... You feel in your whole arm just waves of impact as the fish that you had been holding is no longer in your hand. The cat has knocked it to the ground and in doing so has knocked you back and the door wide open. Okay. Is okay. So Quick check. Is the cat eating the meat or is it eyeballing the two flesh sacks? The cat <laughs> is protecting its meat. Okay. And eyeballing the two flesh sacks. How far away from the cat am I? About a yard, about a meter. This is okay. a scientific building. It's a meter, it's not a yard. Okay, that's fair. Um, all right. Uh, Tobias, what? How how are you feeling right now? Um, what if I start morphing to distract it and confuse it? Um, oh, that's a good idea. If you can do that, then I'm gonna. Um, I don't want to dart forward at a you know predator, but if you can distract it, I'm gonna try and sidle closer and just like, cause I know we know by now that it calms them down. So I'm just gonna if you distract it, sidle forward and try and just get a palm on it. Okay. All right. So that is now. What are remind you, me what that is? What are you morphing into? Is my first question. 
Um, I think I'm gonna do Redtail Hawk because if it goes bad, then I at least have like talons to do something with, as opposed to Dude the Cat, who is just a small cat. Now, here is the the reminder I will give you. You have not morphed the red-tailed hawk yet, so you will have to succeed in uh, controlling its instincts if you roll it. True. Do we think I could get by with the cat? Do we think that the cat would be okay? You're gonna have to roll once regardless because you're under pressure, but if you do the hawk, you're gonna have to get past two rolls. Okay. But what are your thoughts? I think that you are better off. I think that the cat will have more maneuverability in okay. an enclosed space than a bird. Plus one roll versus two, considering how many instinct checks we did not succeed last time. Yeah. You mean me? Well, yes. I don't have to do them because uh, yeah, I'm, blah, blah, blah. I'm a boss. So do I roll three? Yes. Or do I only roll? Okay. So far, we're still essentially on plan. Okay, I only failed one. Okay. So I passed two. So, Tobias, you morph into Dude. And this panther is not really sure what to expect, or what, what it's seeing. Smelling, really. <laughs> because it goes from smelling to people to humans to recognizing something vaguely panther-like in your cat form um and it begins to approach you recognizing you as perhaps some kind of young of its species or a similar species or prey and uh as it gets closer sort of gently Grabs the nape of your neck to take you back into the enclosure with it. And then Cassie hears in her head, oh no. <laughs> how how close am I? Like It is walking right past you for okay. this to happen. Okay, I want to. So when it's not facing me, like the second it's I'm out of its field of vision and it is going towards Tobias, I want to just get a hand on its flank as quickly as I can. Uh, you get a hand on its tail. You are grabbing this panther by the tail. I, You know what? I will take it. I am focusing very, very hard on this panther. As you do, the panther begins to calm down. Uh, its jaw slackens and it drops Tobias. I scramble back towards the door. <laughs> okay, um, so it's calm, but is there any way for me to, like... There's no real way for me to push this panther back through the door, right? Because that's important. Um, no, I'm going to say preteen, even though we've established Cassie is a very strong preteen. Preteen yes. versus panther, the panther wins 102% of the time. Okay, I'm going to have to, I guess, I guess I'm going to have to, so, okay, um, I'm going to thought speak it to Tobias, so while the you panther- can't. I can't? No. You have to be morphed to thought speak. Oh, I have to I have to be morphed to do that. Okay. But uh, I can hear you. You can't speak. Oh, I can just speak. Okay, okay. While the, the cat, panther's The panther doesn't speak English. <laughs> no, that's fair. Um so Or uh, common wild. or whatever language we speak in this system. Uh infernal. Um I'll allow it. 
were clearly demons uh, for what I'm doing to this panther and about to do to this panther. Um, so while Damn. I've got it uh, distracted and calm, uh, get get out. Leave out the door that we just came in and close it behind you. Okay, so you're telling me to leave I'm while I'm in cat form? I'm, yes, I'm telling you to, to try and to get out of here in however you can. I am a cat. Yes. <laughs> I can't open the door. Yeah. Now, well, then, I'll help you out here. It is one of those doorknobs with a horizontal handle rather than just a knob. You could try to hang in there on it. You could also, like, morph back to human and leave. By the time I finish morphing, the trance will be over. Yeah, well, because I'm going to have to get this panther back in there, and that's going to probably involve, like, transforming into a panther and fighting it back into its thing, because I don't know what else to do. What if I run past it, like, as it's starting to get attention, and just kind of, like, do a zoomy? Um... Yes, that might work. And just kind of try and zoom around the enclosure and like just enough so that way it tries to come after me and then I zip back in and you slam the door. So your uh, plan is to foot race the panther. <laughs> as a tabby a dazed cat. panther. A, you know, okay, dazed panther I'll give you. Like I anticipate the panther having a moment of like, wait, what's happening? Before, like, locking on to me, and by the time that happens, I'm hoping they are, like, firmly in the enclosure, and I can just zip by. Cool. Such a dramatic okay. difference in the explanations of that plan. Because <laughs> when MJ said it, I was like, good plan. And then Alex recapped it, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, this, this is why... So this is why the planning part of this game <laughs> becomes very important. <laughs> Does it now? Listen, All right. it was a good plan until no. I rolled, you know, two fours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we have a plan. We have a plan for how to deal with this panther. So uh, if you want to go ahead with it, let's do it. Sorry, I saw um, Rachel's line. Who's rolling what? Um, Everybody just roll a bunch. I'm going to say Tobias is making a bandit roll. You are okay. staying morphed. Uh, no one is morphing into a new thing. This is definitely not in the kid skill set. So this right. is going to be a bandit roll. I will give you three die because you have mm -hmm. used the little time you have to get on the same page as Cassie. Okay, so now I'm rolling against my bandit, which is now a four. Yes. Okay. Don't fail me now. Okay, so I got a three. And then I got two fours. So. Elemist bullshit. You can add to the Elemist bullshit counter to go from a partial success to complete success. Your bandit counter would drop down to three at that point. But remember, bandit resets between missions. So you go home, okay. you get a good night's sleep. That goes back to what it was. Um, okay. The kid counter takes a little more time effort to re-up okay so i will add one to the bullshit counter <laughs> to make one of my fours a success cool so you dart past the panther yep. sorry huh? is that now two bullshit points that is mm -hmm. now two bullshit points okay. yeah cool 
Uh, you dart past the panther as you see it begin to shake off Cassie's trance. And uh, it does blink to and remember, oh yes, this kitten or whatever uh, had appeared before it. Perhaps it should take care of small of small panther. It does not understand that dude is probably, I don't know, a 10-year-old house cat. It just looks like small cat, similar to it. And that instinct to take care of it and protect it kicks in. And it follows you back into the cage, um, loping clumsily and a little more slowly, let's say, than a panther typically would. Uh, You both make it past the door. And uh, you manage to... As it starts to corner you, duck between its legs and turn back around the corner to the door where Cassie is still waiting. Waiting at the door with like my hands on it. The second dude, the Tobias cat is back through. I am slamming it shut. All right. Congratulations. You have a (laughs) panther morph and no poor vet techs will be mauled when they walk through the door next. Oh, sweet. Okay. You see the uh, panther uh, uh, slump back over toward the trout you had tossed it earlier and begin to just rip into it. Uh, I turn to Tobias and say, um, that was awful. Let's do it again. <laughs> Yay. Uh, uh, I demorph. Cool. And as you two... Begin to steal yourselves to head over to the lynx habitat, or wherever, if you're having second thoughts. We're going to check back in on Jake, Rachel, and Marco. Uh, Okay. That's you, yes. Wake back up, Tim. Okay, I'm here. You're here. Yeah. Uh, You are headed toward the more popular cat section of the gardens. Rude. (laughs) Hey, panthers are cooler, but lions and tigers do get top billing. That's right. Uh, I will ask you all this. How much time do you spend hanging out at the gardens? A lot. All the time. Yeah. I'm sure we're there at least once a week. Yeah, being friends with Cassie, at least the three of us, maybe not the whole group, but like, Jake's her boy, at the BFF. We spent plenty of time, you know, behind the scenes. Okay, I'll allow. Marco, Marco is clueless. Marco does not. Marco just is tagging along see, because he I've, apparently I've, likes. Abuse. See, I've, it, it depends on how many people. Because the first person she would invite would be Rachel. Then Rachel would say, "Hey, Jake, come along." And then Jake would say, "Hey, Marco." So yeah, but Marco Rachel would not say, "Hey, Jake." Uh, I mean, it depends on how many people she was inviting too, right? Well, let's say that Marco is more likely to spend time on the roller coasters and Ferris wheel and in the uh, arcade of outdated um, branded video games. Cool. The arcade of broken dreams. He has. Yes. Let's do a quick kid roll here for Marco. He has the high score on the turtles in time cabinet. Very nice. Good job, Marco. It's still no one cares about this. I just hey. referenced Turtles in Time yesterday. It's because it's I the care. best Ninja Turtles game. It is. But can he beat Dragon Quest? No. I'm just pointing it out. 
in character that I don't care. <laughs> no, I okay. can you be the Simpsons game? No, oh, no, nobody can not be that good. Yeah, I want to go play Turtles in Time now. I have it on my 360. All anyway, right. um, so you two head off. You you know the general direction to go, Jake. You are really more there to be with Cassie and don't tend to pay a whole lot of attention. But Rachel, wait, Cassie? You mean? Oh, wait, sorry, with me, right at yeah. this place. Yeah. yeah, sorry. But Rachel's a little more detail oriented than you, so uh, shocker. She knows the way. Let me get. Uh, let me get Jake. I feel like you're the most likely to screw up in character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me get Jake to make a bandit roll. Okay. To see if you run into security or anyone who is not going to be cool with your wandering around, especially without Cassie. Three dice? Yep. Okay. What happens when you get none of them? Oh, oh no. yes. That is a failure. Yeah, I rolled all fives. So uh, oh. go ahead and, and uh, lose a point of bandit. Okay. <clears throat> I can't believe you got me in trouble with my mom. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. We're going to work on... We got this. Okay. Not the first time. Won't be the last. So right. as you round a corner, you basically run smack dab into Carl, the security guy. Frickin' Carl. I'm there too, right? You're there too. Okay. So is Marco. Cool. Uh, Carl is not having it and immediately shouts, you kids, what are you doing back here? This is not, this is off limits. Get out of here. We're we're supposed to be Cassie and her mom. Do you have badges? I do. I do. It's right here. It's my purse. Carl. Carl, I just saw you like two weeks ago when I was with Cassie back here. Yeah, with Cassie and her mother supervised. Yeah, no, totally understand. Misunderstood Cassie's directions. Got a little bit lost. We were heading towards the lion exhibit. And Cassie was supposed to meet us there because she was... Helping her mom with some surgeries, so just yeah, we're. I'm sorry, we're just a little lost, but I you, promise. You, you know, you kids don't get to wander around behind the scenes unattended, right? Totally not our intention. We just are trying to find Cassie. All right, well, hop in the uh, hop in the security cart here, and he he is sitting in a golf cart, and I'll get you guys back out of here and make sure that you make it to the lion exhibit without I don't know. Wandering into a panther cage like a bunch of hoodlums. Carl, you're the best. You are the God's greatest. I just, thank you. Thank you. I didn't know what I was going to do if I had walked into the wrong exhibit. I just don't know. Carl turns to Marco and asks, is she always like this? And Marco (laughs) shakes his head furiously. Says something about uh, Rachel having recently been dropped on her head. I'm just really afraid of cats, guys. Then why are you going to the lion exhibit? (laughs) Because Cassie's trying to get me to overcome my fear of big, scary cats. Well, yeah, but I don't think Rum Tum Tugger, our lion, is going to help you out. 
That's right. The line is canonically named <laughs> Rum Tum Tugger now. What you gonna do about it? Love it forever. It's fine. The Panther was Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> if I'd have known that, I'd have picked Panther. The Lynx is Does McCavity. Does that make me Faustus? No, sorry. But I like where your head's at. All right. Well, so are you going to... He's a curious cat, so... Hopefully he'll be easy to appease. Are you going to uh, get into the security cart with uh, Carl? He said he's taking me to the lion exhibit, right? Yeah, but out in the audience area, not in the backstage, you're not going to have access to lions if you go with Carl. His whole point is you are where you should not be, and he wants to get you where you ought to be. Carl, I've got my beeper right here. Cassie is like a couple of blocks, a couple of... Kid, you have a beeper? What are you, Doogie Howser? (laughs) No, divorced parents. Mm, One is a lawyer, one works for the uh, TV station, and uh, yeah, if you want, and I am a gymnast, so like it's sometimes hard to get a hold of someone, and uh, my parents are paranoid, I'm sorry. What does being a gymnast have to do with any of this? Gymnastics practice. If it runs late, if it runs early, if it, you know, quickly be able to to send mom a, a beeper message. I don't actually you know, remember beepers. Sorry. You know yeah. they have buses, right? I, I like how in, in Meg's fantasy Animorphs world, she sends the message with the beeper. <laughs> All Cassie right. has sent me a message to say that says, stay put. The message well, actually says like seven nine four, and you've just yeah. decoded it exactly. Well, hate so, to say it, kid, but Cassie doesn't sign my paycheck, so I'm going to need you to come with me. At this point, you can either try to book it or go along with Carl. Those are basically the two options in front of you, and yes, you got something else. See, there's no persuasion skill in this game. I know. There's no persuasion <laughs> skill. And I'm trying to decide if my fighting skill is on par with an adult man. How far now, are we from the lion enclosure? Oh, I still have rocks. Can I throw rocks and try to distract him? <laughs> you can try. <sighs> yeah, how far are we from, or from the lion enclosure? Uh... I'd say that you are not super far from it, but you're not like right outside the door. You're so like let's if, say if, three or four, run, three or four exhibits away. If, if we it, run and just open a door and climb into an exhibit, we're like he'll know. I mean, not if he doesn't see you go through that door. You're gonna have to get away from Carl if you want to continue with this plan. All right, okay, Marco, I, Marco, keep him stalled. I, I yeah. I'm, I'm going to run. I'm going to make a yeah. run for Marco, it. Marco, keep him stalled. And I grab Jake's hand and we start running. All right. Marco is going to make a kid roll here. That was a lot roll. And that is a part, or that is a complete success. So Marco is going to lose a point there. And Marco says, Carl, Carl, I... You're not the... Is it Carl with a C or Carl with a K? He says, oh, it's Carl with a K. Well, and you're on your badge there, it says Officer Jones. You wouldn't be the CBJ who's number two on Turtles in Time, would you? 
And he says, damn straight I am. That that punk-ass kid who beat my high score, if I find out who he is, well, I killed a kid once. <laughs> I killed a kid. Is this security guard Reginald Vell Johnson? <laughs> he is! <laughs> you have solved my Carl puzzle. Oh. <laughs> Sweet. I'm glad to know where he retired to. And Marco, with a shit-eating grin, says, pleased to meet you, and takes off running in the <laughs> direction you guys had just come from. Carl, briefly forgetting you direction? two. The direction no, the, you the had come from. Came. Okay, so the opposite direction yeah. of where we're going. Yes. yes. Okay, cool. Uh, and Carl, forgetting you and forgetting his... Uh, his his van for a split second flashes red as Marco takes off and you run or golf cart, not van, and you run the other way in the direction you had been going. Sweet. You have just the briefest window before Carl remembers, oh wait, he probably should do something about the two of you. Okay. Do you see the lions or the tigers? Uh actually give me a roll. What am Both I rolling? Uh, give me a, give me a bandit roll. All three die? No, you just get two. This one is definitely off plan. Is this, this is just, just Meg or both of us? Just Meg. Just Meg, okay. All right, I have a two and a four, so I'm going to take an Elmas bullshit. Oh no, my bandit's five, I'm under. Cool. Um... You make it into an exhibit door, but it is not, you realize quickly, the tiger enclosure. Uh, You are instead in the same kind of antechamber I described before for the panther house, except instead of the reinforced uh, sort of slatted steel grate, you are looking through very thick glass. still kind of head height down into the rhinoceros enclosure. Fuck it. Okay. Jake, what do you think about rhinos? Okay, give me that. We went through a door and we're looking down into the rhinoceros. So you're in a door. You're on the same level you were. You see on the other side of the room... Yeah. Uh, sort of a uh, one of the big gray brick walls with mm-hmm. a heavy duty, like plexiglass, uh, uh, window, and then a reinforced steel door, solid. Uh, and you're looking down, let's say about ten feet from okay. from from the window height. So there'd be about four feet between the floor you're on and ground level for the rhino. Okay. Uh, enough that if the rhino charged at the wall, he's not gonna like. He's gonna run into the foundation, not. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's more like twelve feet. Uh, and we can see the rhinoceroses where we are. Right. Rhinoceros. Rhin. Rhinoceros. You can. You can see the two rhinos where you are. Rhinos. Rhinoceros. And what are they doing? Munching on some grass. With their backs to us? Uh, one has its back to you, the other doesn't. So we're jumping over this wall and totally yes. jumping on some rhinos? I mean, 
There's yes, a door. You'll go through the door and down a little uh, set of steps. Oh, yeah. Not, okay, so, so I'm opening the door and then running out and jumping on the right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm yeah. doing. Are you uh, both going to jump onto rhinos, or is this just Rachel? Just Rachel. I'll I'll man the door and make sure she can get back up. Are you down a bandit point by any chance? Yes. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Ready? Alex? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's only going to apply to Jake. Because no oh, one know. else is with you. Okay. I know. Will it apply to me, too? It will apply to you, too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Let's do this. Oh, goodness. What does that mean for me? You gain back a bandit point. Okay. All right. So I guess we're both doing it now. All right. So what do I roll to jump onto a rhino? It's going to be a bandit check. Uh, Inexplicably, this is the plan. So give me three dice. Yeah. Three, one, and a five. I am taking that Elemis bullshit. All right. So I feel like seven... Definitely going to be too low for the Elemis counter. Otherwise, he's going to be, like, hanging out in the Yerk pool taking a jacuzzi when you guys <laughs> <Yeah>. show up. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a succeed for me. Uh, yes, that succeeds you. Defying any and all reason. <laughs> uh, in a manner one might describe as... Insane? Wolverine-like. Wolverine-like. <laughs> Uh, take a run out the door that Jake holds open for you, which pisses you off just a little bit. <laughs> um, hey, it keeps him from going first. I'm okay. And down the steps, and you take a flying leap onto the rhino looking straight at you, which, um, oh, yes, does not know what to make of this. But knows it does not like it. And as soon as you make contact, it begins to buck. All right. Thinking about it hard. Thinking about it hard. It slows down and calms down a little bit. Uh, and eventually kind of just becomes docile there for too brief a moment for anyone's comfort, I'm sure. <laughs> That's right, baby. It's okay. I'm going to name you Susie. It's okay. Jake, are you still just manning the door, or have you decided you're going to go rhino riding, too? I I feel like... Like I'm torn here on whether or not I should run in and go rodeo clown, or if I should go agitate another rhino. So, you have chosen two options that would both be questionable, yes. Yes. Um... So I go and I choose not to jump on the other rhino, but I choose to just go and touch the other rhino in the, like, because it's not facing me. I just kind of grab it by the butt. And you touch the butt. Yes. Thank I you, touch Nemo. The butt. Yes. Lame. Yeah. It also grows docile. Mm-hmm. Um, as you are finishing acquiring it, Rachel's rhino sort of begins to come out of its stupor. Uh, at which Rachel realizes. I stand up. I do a front flip off and head back towards the door. 
Do I want to make you make a bandit check for that backflip? I feel like I should, because that's mm, hubris at this point. And also gymnasts. That's gymnast bullshit. <laughs> it's gymnast you bullshit. Know, I'm going to let you get away with it because it is not uh, uh, going to make a difference one way or the other to the greater narrative of this thing, and we should get moving anyway. Yes. So, yes, you, you front flip, you stick the dismount, and you have left Jake alone with two rhinos. Jake, you better get ready. Come uh, what are these rhinos doing? Are they running at me? Are they well, doing the, anything? You are holding one by the butt as the other begins to look around agitated, wondering where the blonde girl that had just done a flip onto its back and then off again has gone. Okay, I take off running, but I take off running in a direction that keeps the docile rhino in between me and agitated rhino. So away so kinda, from the exit. You're going away yeah, from the exit. I'm, I'm going to take a long loop around to get to the exit. Yes. So you, a oh, human child, fun. are going to try to outrun a rhinoceros. Not going to outrun. <laughs> I'm going to see, hopefully, if it does not notice me since I'm on the other side of the rhino, the docile rhino. Like I kind of do like a, a, not, I wouldn't call it like a creepy run, but like the one where you're hunched over a little bit, hoping that it doesn't notice me. All right, so Sheik Naruto runs around yes. the room, <laughs> slicing the pie. I'm yes. going to need you to make a kind uh, of check. Make a bandit roll. I mean, you've got okay. four for both, so this one doesn't matter. But we're going to yeah. call it bandit. Although this is some dumb kid shit. <laughs> this is a two dice bandit roll, right? This is 100 percent a two die <laughs> bandit roll. Okay. A four and a five. Oh no. Yes. That rhino sees you. <laughs> that rhino okay. is on your tail. Rachel, right. you see the rhino you had just let go of? Begin to move toward Jake, who is now passing around and directly in front of the rhino that hadn't noticed him. Oh, so God. that both rhinos now see Jake. Why is my cousin an idiot? <laughs> The crowd, yeah. The crowd watching as a kid being chased by two rhinos runs into view, begins shouting and screaming and calling for help. Okay. Is there anything for me to climb in the near area, like a tree? Remember that. Remember that door you were running away from? Yeah, that's the only thing around. Uh, yeah. You might want to run back. Yeah. I will, I will turn and head towards the, the door at this point. Rachel, are you doing anything beyond looking on and saying a few... Oh, I am cussing up a storm. Our fathers who aren't in heaven, although you are not Catholic, never mind. Rachel, Rachel's not going to give any our fathers for Jake. Nope. Okay. Um... Jake, you hear Rachel cursing and follow the sound of her voice. Make okay. another bandit roll for me. Okay. Remember, your bandit is now back down to three. Yeah. That is a one and a two. Damn! By the seat of your pants, which is to say, 
that rhino begins to try to gore you and just catches the ass of your jinko jorts. <laughs> it oh. thinks it thinks it has you because there is so much extra mass around your ass. <laughs> but you are fortunate in that that has been effective camouflage like a gator trying to bite down on a poodle <laughs> that it misses. And by okay. the seat of your pants, you make it up the door <laughs> or up the stairs and back through the door, which I'm assuming one of you will close. Yes, yes. Definitely. That All was right. awesome. That was so much fun, wasn't it? <laughs> now, okay, the, the thought here is that there has been a disturbance in the rhino cage. Yes. We need you to might call the fuck out of the yeah. rhino cage. Reginald Vell Johnson is now going to have to go so we handle need... it. So he's going to have to be outside. He's going to have to go away from where we are. Yeah. Reginald Vell Johnson can also do the math on who is probably that <laughs> kid who was taunting the rhinos. Uh, so you... does this mean we should go hide in another enclosure? That is up to you. We're going to go hide. What's the next enclosure over? It doesn't um, matter. We're taking it. Okay. Yeah, because we, we have to move. Don't let it um, be water-based. Don't let it be water-based. I mean, you're not in an aquarium. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh, let's see. The next, the next enclosure over. So you, you guys run out the door. Back into the the hallway connecting the various enclosures. You keep running away from the direction you expect Carl to be coming. Right. Yeah. And duck through the next door over into... Into the crocodile exhibit. Fuck you. I knew. (laughs) Fuck you. It's fine. Let us shift our focus now back to (laughs) the competent team, apparently. (laughs) The team not saddled with Jake's leadership. (laughs) How is uh, Team Big Cat? Um. Oh, no, it's Tobias up. Yep, it's me. It's my turn to get the link. So, part of me is like, I don't need this. But then also part of me is like, I should at least try. Also, I just so happy to be included. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Cassie, seeing Tobias being very nervous and very understandably so, is like, you know, we, we, we can go. Uh, we don't have to. We can probably find something back at the barn. Um, it's your call, though. Now, as you two are discussing this, you hear a, a like a walkie-talkie style radio, just sort of a general comm system click on in the room, which you know you've heard come and go with little notes here and there. You know, hey, make sure somebody feeds the ocelots, that sort of thing. This is. Quick, everybody who can, get to the rhino enclosure. There's a kid down there. Uh-oh. Uh, I say, 
shit. I bet it's Marco. <laughs> I'm gonna kick his ass. Um, whatever we're gonna do, we gotta do it fast. Actually, we should wait here for like 30 seconds because security's gonna be booking it. And in the time it has taken you to say that, 30 seconds have passed. Excellent. Okay. Um, hang on, I need a meta moment to think here. All right. Me, MJ. I want a link. Tobias probably doesn't. I just think it's funny if we're all team big cat. But <laughs> we can be team. We can be team big and small cat. You can be the Diddy Kong to our Donkey Kong. To be fair, I'm really gonna go with the Thundercats theme. We only have one cat. Yeah, well, we don't know that. No, now, I yeah, I ass- you you did just hear in character though that there was a kid in the rhino enclosure. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, no, I assumed that was Marco, and that the other two did their goddamn jobs. <laughs> I have no reason to doubt my friends. They wouldn't let me down. Never. Hi, Bo. I think Tobias would probably say, let's pass on the links because the others are in trouble and we should probably get out of here before it gets worse. Okay, we will find you something hopefully back at the barn. Um, Just take a quick look out into the hallway, make sure all the coast is clear. Why don't uh, one of you make a bandit check for me? Uh, All right. Three dice, two dice. Uh, I'm gonna give you three on this one. You're still kind of in the mission spec of don't get caught. Uh, partial success. All right. So the coast is not clear, as it turns out. Uh, you see several scientists or vet techs, uh, running down the hall. Um. But they are quite distracted. Uh, all you really get is, hey, kid, you, hey, 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 Cassie, look, this is not the time to be back here. You need to get out now. Got it. Gonna leave right now. Um, and then as soon as, as soon as they're past, I'm just gonna motion for Tobias and we're just gonna, you know, walk quickly, but, you know, deliberately the hell out of here. Cool. Okay, bye. Um, as you make it back into the public area, you bump into Marco. Marco, what are you doing out here? I uh, had to be a diversion. So that wasn't you in the rhino enclosure? Mark. I mean, if it was, that's pretty diverting. Yeah, that's, <laughs> well, yeah. Was that your distraction? Was that... You would think that, wouldn't you? And Marco has just I, the biggest shit-eating grin on his face. I, I did, in fact, think that. Yeah, that's why I'm asking, buddy. I uh, don't know which of, which of the other two it was. But uh, to quote what it will, I'm sure, someday be my ringtone, it wasn't me. <laughs> Damn. Um... Okay, should we wait for them somewhere in the gardens, or should we make for the exit? You know, I think 
I think we should probably get away from the animals. Actually, you know what? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to have Marco use his ability. That's what I'm going to tell Oh, nice. You. Nice. That is a... Marco gets to be useful. Mixed success, or a, a complete success. So, Marco says, all right, as I see it, we've got two options. We can either leave the park and let them sort it out for themselves, or we can get out of the animal habitats and, like, hang out. I probably shouldn't go to the arcade right now. Maybe we hang out in the food court and just be on standby in case. Uh, Tobias, what do you think? I don't think we should leave them behind. Uh, yeah, no, probably, probably not. Um, but we're not going to help them anyway by like trying to go back in there. So food court sounds good. I'm actually... Size, I really want some cheese fries. I am starving <laughs> like Lee Marvin is what I was about to hey, say. They've got killer curly fries over in the Gotham City area. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes, I could destroy some curly fries right now. In related news, the last time I, Alex, your GM, was in a Six Flags was in the 90s. So I stand by this good curly fries in Gotham City comment. Thanks, Alex. You're welcome. MJ finished her beer and she looks very sad. <laughs> well, how about we check in one more time with the Rhino Twins, then we'll take a quick break to restock on drinks. Sounds good. All right. Form of... <laughs> All right. Form of competent animorphs. <laughs> Access denied. <laughs> so, uh, Bobsy twins. Yeah. How is life in the croc house? <clears throat> Jake, I'm going to tell you something. And if you tell anybody else, I will kick your ass. Wait, is this where Rachel confesses her undying love for her cousin? <laughs> no. Oh. You- He's Never mind. Yeah. Not yet. You'll have to wait. <laughs> That's finale material. <laughs> you tell anybody how absolutely deathly afraid of crocodiles I am. I will kick your ass. I don't wait, really are they see... Are they in the crocodile or alligator enclosure? Uh, croc. Okay. I don't see the strategic benefit to morphing a crocodile. But our option so, is to go back into the hallway where there are definitely more people. Yeah. Can we see in the hallway? Is there is there uh, like a, a window in the door? Yes, there are windows in the doors. Um, you can see no one is running directly into your room. You are past the entrance to the rhino enclosure. But you see... A solid, like, 20-ish people, like, bustling in and out, trying to figure out what's up. Including Carl, who is shouting about those kids, those friends of Cassie's. Okay. I vote that you become a crocodile. And I'll sit up here and be a pretty blue jay. But I don't see, like, because right now I'm thinking that both of us should morph birds and just fly out the front of the enclosure. Can can the people see us where we are right now? They can't, right? They could if they looked through the window that you're looking out. It is not like a one-way window, and if it were, it would oh. only go the other direction. 
See, I figured since we were in, like, by the entrance, the entrance would be shielded from... Is this, like, completely enclosed? Tim is asking about the audience Um, looking at... Um, no, they're all pretty much paying attention to the rhinos that were chasing some kid... A kid. Okay. So we could safely morph here and fly away. In the back, let's turn into birds. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. All right. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. Fuck it, let's be birds. I'm Turn it into birds. All right, I'm is... going to need you both to make an instinct check. See if you can okay. handle your birds. Okay. So roll a two or a three. Uh, roll three. Okay. Wait, is this an under not under pressure mark? Uh, so this is this is not this is not the roll for pressure. Okay. This is the can you master its instincts roll, which may actually okay. not be in the rule sheet that I sent you guys. Uh, it's first time more kid instincts roll under kid instincts. Okay, there you go. Three so dice. we're we're rolling kid then, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Four, six, and three. I got a six, three, one. So two out of three. All right. I got so one you're gonna... that matches mine. So I guess to even get a slight success, I can yell Elemis bullshit. <laughs> She is burning through those elements bullshit points. We really are. This is going to get weird early. <laughs> That's number four. All right. And remember on morphing checks, you only take a penalty to the stat if you fail. Ah, uh, okay. That's right. So is, do I fail? What did you roll? I'm sorry. A uh, six, four, and a three. And your kid is... A three. Three? You took one Elemist point? Yes. You partially succeed. Okay. So, um, you, you're going Blue Jay, right? I. You. Unless it's dark outside. Hmm? Is it dark outside? No, it's like around midday. Because it was morning when you all met up at the bar. Blue Jay. So you begin to transform into a blue jay. Jake, you begin to transform into... You just have the peregrine falcon for a bird, right? I have an osprey and a peregrine falcon. Well, that's redundant. Which one are you going for? The peregrine falcon. All right. You feel a need, a need for speed. I do. All right. So uh, both of you go through similar changes, albeit in different order. Uh, The first thing that happens is Jake's lower face begins to pinch out and harden, which, Rachel, you are just completely distracted by. Um, It is horrifying. Jake, all you see is Rachel's skin begin to develop like a tattoo pattern of feathers that become three-dimensional. It's honestly kind of cool. And you are beginning to shrink before you see her beak explode out of her face. Um, At which point her feet become talons, then she begins to shrink as your feet become talons, and you cover yourself in feathers. You have a fleeting thought, Jake, that this little bird could be very tasty, and then you remember that's not a bird, that's your cousin. (laughs) I will not continue the rest of that thought (laughs) 
Rachel, you see this big predatory bird and you feel that blue jay brain kick in and freak out and go flying. You rocket out of there. Um, Jake, what do you do when this happens? Uh, well, we were leaving anyway, so I don't give it much thought. Gee, thanks. Yeah, because I assume she's just leaving. I appreciate like, Can I tell? Can I tell that she's having problems, or do I... No? Do I... Yeah. I don't know. Does Jake have any uh, experience in ornithology? No. Okay. No, none. Then no. Like, the plan was to up and out, and she just up and outed, so... Yep. Uh, nope. You don't realize anything is going on. Um, where are you heading? To the front of the enclosure. Like, like, well, it's not really an enclosure, I guess. Like, I assume that there's like a opening. Yeah. So above, you're like, you're a high up opening. Yeah. So you're. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the uh, rhino house. It's down at a lower elevation, so that people yeah. are looking yeah. down into. So your plan is just to go perch on the railing there and demorph, or... or No, 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 perch on the railing? No, no, no. Like, fly away from the thing altogether. Find the highest place I can land. And then, you know, kind of assess where a good place to go and demorph would be. All right, so, Jake, you go land on top of the... Uh... You go land on top of the supporting structure for the ninja. Okay. And realize, hey, there's no Rachel there with you. Rachel, uh, once the big predatory bird is out of the way, you begin to calm down, or the, the bird instincts begin to calm down, and you take control again. You you finally manage to master the bird. Um, I will let you tell me where you are at this point. Probably in, like, the nearest tree high as I can go uh, away from this bird. Okay. As your senses come back to you, what do you decide to do? <clears throat> Jake? Can you hear me? Is that in thought speak? Yes, it's in thought speak. <laughs> um... I don't know the reaches of thought. I'm I'm gonna say Jake is out of range. Yeah, I, was, I don't know how far we can go. You hear you hear the thought speak. I'm sorry, your call cannot be completed <laughs> as dialed. Cassie, Marco, Tobias, anybody hear me? Uh, Cassie, you do hear Rachel. You are. Like it's 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 very very tinny and and like a bad connection, but you get just a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, okay. Um, I turn to Tobias and Marco and say, "I hear Rachel." Um, so I guess she's in a morph somewhere. Um, but I can't. Um, is there anyone around that? Um. The question really is, can I morph safely without anyone spotting me? You're in the food court now. So, no. Do you no. have anything small that you can morph? 
Uh, I have an Osprey. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so like I can. Right. It's just a matter of being out of sight for um, bathroom. Yeah, you could um, like three minutes. You could kind of duck around behind behind a storage shed or something behind one of the fake building facades there in Gotham. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I just want to find an out of the. So I, I'm gonna tell them like I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna morph. You know my osprey and go find rachel and jake and hopefully you know bring them back here or at least you know we'll come up with a plan on where to meet um and then i want to go find an out of the way spot and you know hit that morph are you guys hit well that. are you are you gonna let cassie go alone tobias probably not if i can help they want to be available to help like we should probably just all Morph whatever we're, fl- we're flying with and try and find. Now, yeah, does Marco have a bird? Marco has a squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly that'll that'll do. You know how many squirrels you'll find in places like uh, Six Flags or you know Bush sure. Gardens or whatever. To which Marco says, "You know what? I don't know, but I'm gonna sit here and keep eating these curly fries, and I will let you know." Tobias is going to take a handful of them and eat them. Okay. Uh, yeah, Marco, you keep a count of those squirrels, and Tobias and I will go off and find our friends. Marco gives you a little salute, like two fingers from the eyebrow. It's very Logan My Eccles. <laughs> My favorite. Um, a squirrel once ate a french fry out of my hand, uh, and then, no, sorry, he shook my hand because he thought I had french fries because he smelled them on me. And it was the best day of my life. So you're basically my life. White. Second best day of my life. The best day of my life was when I got married. Gross. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure which uh, one of those stories the gross applies to. Uh, yeah, so I'm a bird now. Yay. Uh, I don't hey, have to. make. Oh, you don't have to. That is correct. You are a bird. Yeah, right. So here's, yeah, um... Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm an osprey now, and I'm just gonna um, I'm not gonna wait for Tobias. I'm gonna assume that like he can handle his his shit, and I'm gonna like fly up and thought speak at Rachel. Like, uh, where are you? Uh, I'm gonna turn into Redtail Hawk. Make that fateful hawk mastery roll. Okay. I entreat. I entreat. I'm rolling against Bandit. Kid. Kid. Okay. Life is a night. Um, my kid is also three. <laughs> I am not going to do well. Specifically why I picked Cassie, so I did not have to deal with this. I got a one and a two and a six. Uh, good enough. You... Yay. You morph. You, uh... Struggle a little bit at first, but this is a lot easier, a lot more natural for you than dude. You feel like you are getting the hang of it. Uh, Cassie has already taken to the sky. If you did not have that sweet, sweet red-tailed hawk vision, you would not know where she is, but you can easily pick her out. Um, And as you are... Getting your bearings, you also notice sitting atop the ninja, a peregrine falcon. Oh, to which I say in thought speak, Jake, is that you? (laughs) 
Uh, I I think so. I think I can hear you, so it's probably me. Falcon on the roller coaster. Yeah, that's me. I'm assuming it's a roller coaster. I don't know what the ninja is. It's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. It's a really crappy roller coaster. While you're in Six Flags, what do you expect? There are some great roller coasters at Six Flags. There are some that make you wish you had never pierced your ears and maybe had never had a head. The mind bender made me wish I had never had a head. Yes. Don't know why I would... What does ear piercing... When your head's going, and your ears, and it's right next to your head, and your ears are there, and thus your ears piercings are being pushed against your head, it hurts. Okay. So while wearing earrings. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's the important part. So um, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I did call out to Rachel with my brain uh, words, um, and I believe she said, I entreat. Yes, she did, and you hear that. Okay. um, It's a little clearer than it was when you were swinging Gotham, so you think maybe you're headed in the right direction. Okay, I keep going in that direction, and I'm like, all right, Rachel, there's a lot of trees. Give me a little bit more help than that. Maybe just fly up out of that tree, and I will look for blue. Okay, there was this, like, bird trying to attack me, so I don't sense him around. So, but if that fucker comes back, I mean, I'm gonna you, beat his ass. You do know now that it was Jake, but you still want to beat his ass for other yes, reasons. That doesn't change this argument. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I was near the alligator. I am going to shoot straight up from this tree right now. Okay, Whee! I look around and do I see her? I'm gonna say yes. You see her. Uh, Tobias has located Jake. I assume we all regroup in Gotham over some curly fries. Uh, yeah, we find a quiet place to demorph. Uh, we don't have to deal with the nudity because that's gross. And then we go for curly fries. Cool. Yeah, I'm wearing my rockin' leggings. All right. Actually, we should probably, like, grab Marco and go and not hang around this park. Just in case. No, we're hiding, like, on the opposite side from the garden. Yeah, so the gardens is part of a big Six Flags-esque amusement park. Okay. One might say that it's like, I don't know, Six Flags Wild Adventure in Southern California. Maybe. <laughs> is that where the Animorphs are located? That is where that we is, currently think they are located. That is our best guess. Alex, Alex I thought you knew. I know, because I, I know the entire series. I know, because I remember. But and also... the for you at some point. They do at one point say, hey, there are a bunch of Looney Tunes characters running around the gardens. Um, yeah, that's... That's a Six Flags, and there's only one Six Flags that's also a zoo. Jake, you try to eat me. <laughs> okay. Just don't sleep at night. I'm just warning you. <laughs> Alright, noted. Won't eat. Alright, so as you two, or as you all... What was the final decision? You're hanging out in the amusement park area or you're heading home? I thought we were leaving. I I recommend strongly to everyone that we make for the exit. Okay. And we hope we that take a proper I don't exit? get in trouble. Or should we take... I think we should make a sneaky exit because if guards are looking for either of these two, they might have descriptions and they might stop us. I mean, well, we could bird out of here. Uh, we could 
Well, we could bird and squirrel out of here. Uh, bird and squirrel. We... No, yeah. Marco yeah. says I didn't like no. that cartoon. Yeah, listen, uh, Boris and Natasha probably won't be able to find us if, you know, we are we are birds and then Marco. Which one of you is going to give Squirrel Marco a piggyback ride? I'm too little. Uh, Whichever one the biggest is. The only one who's big enough for that is Tobias. I'll carry him. It's okay if you drop well, him, we understand. And as the the four of you, plus Marco in Tobias's talons, fly off into the sunset, a single thought occurs to each and every one of you. Marco's not going to be very useful as a squirrel <laughs> in the days ahead. No, that's not together. No, um... No. I almost want to thought speak at Tobias. You know, if you want to drop him, it's cool. <laughs> but then I, it's still early days, and I am a I am a twelve year old with a strong moral sense. So I'm, yes. I'm that's just John thinking that. And Marco has a very useful ability. That's true too. That's true. That's true. He does. Can we pause for a second? This is hey. I was giving that flying off into the sunset, so this could be the end of this episode. Cool. So uh, we will hold here, and. Uh, Return with more. Who would like to plug things? Can we do housekeeping really quick? Oh, yeah. Let's do some housekeeping. So just uh, everybody listening, um, this is, I guess, the third episode. And you probably have realized by now what we're doing is going alternating between uh, a book and an episode of this RPG while uh, for as long as we're in quarantine. Um, and we hope you appreciate it and are finding some sort of release and a good moment because of it. Because we're definitely having fun. So that's all I got to say for that. Our guest, plug away. Uh, you can find me at the Rob Thomas, no, not that one Robcast, at the not that Robcast on Twitter, and Circle of Friendship at COF Pod on Twitter. And John has a new project that he we're really excited to bring to the table. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think last time we uh, that we were doing this, uh, we mentioned that I was going to be doing a podcast soon about genocide studies, and I have gotten a few episodes planned out, and it has a twitter that has nothing really on it but that you can follow at genocast pod um you can also find it on facebook under that same at um so i should hopefully have something for that uh within the month um but you know who knows what life will actually bring um so be sure to follow at GenocastPod on Twitter and Facebook to stay in the know and find out when we drop the first episode. You'd almost think that she does this kind of stuff for three other podcasts. <laughs> she, she knows what to do better than I do. Pro. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to plug? Um, I have two books that have been published and a third that is in the editing phase if my alpha readers ever get back to me. <laughs> Um, you can find both of my current books, Representations of Genocide in Cartoons and Representations of Genocide in Video Games on Amazon by just searching for those titles that I just said. If you search for John Lestrange, don't you get some French author 
Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, if you so back when the books were first published, if you searched for them, you would find them credited to a French author uh, who died back in eighteen seventy eight or something. Who uh wrote of all things a complete catalog of all of the church bells in England. cool yeah so he had that book published back in the 1870s and then a book on cartoons published in 2017 nice. i mean look i was very briefly an immortal some some people just really take their time to get that sophomore book out tim uh hold on i'm busy trying to find a book on church bells in england um <laughs> meg so no hold on i'll go i'll go um the haunted hell house of horrors uh, the last episode that came out was my favorite and we just got the idea sent to us for the next episode and i'm gonna have a new favorite it's very good people should go listen <laughs> alec uh there's this there's the aforementioned rob thomas no not that one Robcast, and there is panelology which is a comics review podcast that by now, by the time this episode goes live, we'll have had its format change a little bit. Don't know exactly what that's going to be yet. But it will still be about comics, and it will still be weekly, and will still, in some way, shape, or form, be reviews. Just won't be about new comics. Uh, as for me, I also do Judging Book Covers podcast, which is bi-weekly. Uh, we set up a challenge at the beginning of the year, and each episode do a book on that challenge um it has been not including the pandemic a weird ass 2020 so we're gonna see how far into that we actually can get but uh we are doing strong and uh co-host tem should be on later in april and outside of that you can find my find me on my blog awesome well thank you john just sent me the book I know, I have the link to the book now. Yeah. Thank you all for playing again. We will do this at least one more time to finish this arc. Awesome. Yay. I am very excited and looking forward to it. My name has been Alex. I go by Megan. I think this is where Tim says that he was Tim. I was and forever shall be MJ. I will continue to be John for the foreseeable future. That's valid. To be continued.